0: What is up, you gorgeous, fabulous creatures, and welcome to another week of the All New Losing It podcast. You're here with Kylie Pax, Australia's emotional eating coach, and as always, I'm thrilled and delighted to be here for another week with you. I'm really pumped. I am, of course, in my little corner of the world. I don't know when you're listening to this, but it's Thursday in my little corner of the world, which means it's spruce up day. It's glam day. I've just come back from getting my hair done with the gorgeous Miss Jade, and we were talking about the podcast and what we should talk about on the, well, I say, now I say we, like she's going to show up on here. Maybe we'll have to do that one day. So write me a comment if you want to hear from the gorgeous Miss Jade, because I mentioned her a couple of weeks back about how she really inspired me to talk about owning your, owning your shit as a woman, owning your shit, owning your decisions about listening to your inner Noah, because she brought up the topic of a book that I now can't remember the name. Oh, I think it was called The Gift of Fear by Gavin D. Becker. And I did put the, the, uh, link in the show notes. So this was not last week's episode, but the week before you can always grab that. And it's, and it's an episode where, uh, I talk about what actually unfolded in this book was that a girl was, um, like terrible things happened to a female because a man wanted to, he befriended her at the supermarket and then he wanted to walk her home and her little internal alarm bells were going off. But as we say, nothing had actually quote unquote happened yet. You know, as you always see them say in police movies and whatnot, we have to wait for something to happen before we can arrest the person or do the thing. Well, in this instance, the man hadn't done anything wrong, but something was telling her this isn't right. Like I'm not at all comfortable with this. And then of course he, um, he did hideous things to her once she got back to her house, but she did live, she did live. And that is something that I think is just so important for females to listen to your inner Noah. And of course, when I Talk about it, your inner knower is very handy when it comes to situations like that. And also, it's present not just in high alert situations, our inner knower is present all the time. You could just call it your gut instinct. When it comes to food, you know when you're about to make a really bad decision with food. As in you come home completely wiped out, you're shattered and now you've got a choice between making a whole fresh batch of lasagna because somebody so kindly ate the last of yours or Ordering Uber Eats. I mean, please, what one are we going to do? And then you feel like, well, I've stuffed it up, I've messed this up now. So I might as well just eat my way through the night with chips, chocolate, cake, cookies, pizza, ice cream, the whole thing. And you tell yourself, you comfort yourself by telling yourself you'll start again tomorrow. So that was the inner Noah conversation. You know, before you even dial Uber Eats, you know that this could potentially go south very quickly. So we it is so important to listen to our inner Noah. And what I was talking to the fabulous Miss Jade about. Today was another, in fact, actually another book that she brought up. Now, this one I cannot recall the name of it because I'm not going to, I'm not going to order it, but it was something along the lines of Can the human brain be rewired. Wait, shall I tell you what the topic was of this book? Can the human brain be rewired for success, basically? But in this instance, they were talking about when people have gone, we're talking about going south, when people have gone south very quickly in their lives. So if someone is a pedophile or a serial criminal or rapist or something like that, can their brain be rewired? to sort of set them on a, for lack of a better way of saying it, normal path in life. And I said to her, I feel like this is a dangerous rabbit hole to go down because what are what are these people going to start saying next? Like, well, now we can rewire homosexuals or we can rewire – like, at what point do you want to keep messing with somebody's innate tendencies, whether they be good or bad? Like, I just tend to think if somebody is born a certain way, then – they're born a certain way. And I don't know that you can medically, chemically or otherwise change that. So we're talking about the podcast and Jade said, what is going to be your topic for today? And I said, I don't know. And she said, well, why don't you talk about the rewiring of the brain? And I said, yes, fabulous idea, my darling, in relation to Binging, overeating, and then of course, in general, weight loss. Now, as you're all probably getting quite sick of me at this point, but I'm never going to stop shouting about it because you need it in your, in, you need it in your little mitts. kyliepacks.com forward slash free course is where you are going to get my four part free video series on exactly how I lost 20 kilos and have been able to maintain that and keep it off for more, like, I don't know, 20, 10, like, I don't know, many, many years. And also, I give you the precise steps, everything that I did to rebalance my hormones and so on. Plus, I break it down like it's basically a (laughs) guide for dummies because that's what I needed. Weight loss for dummies is what I needed. And so I break it down so that all you have to do is follow the bouncing ball and you too, and you too can start losing weight right now within the hour. Please, once again, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course. The link is in the show notes. Now, when I look back on my journey of weight loss, it was quite catastrophic is the word that comes to my mind because it wasn't easy, smooth, or simple by any stretch of the imagination. I didn't have, first of all, there was podcasts were not a thing. Coaches were not a thing. The fucking internet was not a thing. None of that stuff was a thing. I had no help, no assistance and no guidance. So I really stumbled my way through this, which is how I came up with the eating codes that I talked to you about in the free course. But the fifth eating code, because there's five, there's just five basic steps for you to follow. And the fifth eating code is act like the person you want to become. So if we talk about can the human brain be rewired for weight loss or you could verbalize it as can the brain be rewired to get rid of shitty habits and start implementing new ones. Of course, we know the answer is yes. How many times have you had a bad habit in your life and then you've been able to implement a newer one or replace it with a better one? We all have examples of that. Now, how many times have you had a really fucking good habit in your life? Maybe there was a time when you were going to the gym or you were eating healthy and then it's now been replaced with a habit that is not conducive to where you want to go and it's not beneficial and you're thinking, but where did that fucking habit go? Why did I stop doing it and how can I get it back? Not only how can I get it back, but how can I build on that so that I have a really strong foundation for my weight loss moving forward? Let me break it down for you. Eating Code 5 in its simplest form is act like the person you want to become. If you want to talk about rewiring your brain for success, you have to. There is literally no other way around this. You have to start thinking about who you will be once the weight is gone. It's. I can summarize this for you in like three sentences. You have to get a damn piece of paper or the notes on your phone or just sit back and think about it in your head. Think! right? What will my life be like? What will I look like? What will my life be like? What will I be wearing? What will I be eating? What will I be feeling? What will I be experiencing when I'm at my goal weight? You've got to get so crystal clear on that, that you can see it like a Netflix fucking series in your mind. You can see it really clearly and then you start doing those things. Essentially, you have to create your ideal version of yourself in your mind and begin to emulate her because here's where we fuck up every single time. When I lose the weight, then I'll join the gym. I mean, can we just take a collective fucking sigh? What the hell is that? When I lose the weight, then I'll join the gym. When I lose the weight, then I'll put myself out there for dating. When I lose the weight, then I'll buy new clothes. When I lose the weight, then I will look for the job, start a new business, shift house. When I lose weight, here's what you're saying to me. When I reach this magical land where everything is going to be fucking amazing, then I'll actually start my life. I'll start it then, Kylie. I'm not starting it now. It's not good enough right now. I'm not going to start my big things now, Kylie. I'm going to start them when I've lost weight. What happens if you don't lose the weight for 10 15 years? Are you really going to put your fucking life on hold? I won't listen. I won't tolerate it. I won't tolerate it from you. I'm here to tell you that's bullshit and I simply will not allow that. Today I'm going to give you the steps on exactly why your brain is currently wired the way that it is. And also what to do to change it because it's very interesting. We all like to know why is that the way it is? Little children all the time. But why? But why? But why? Why is the sky blue? Why? Why is the ocean deep? Why? We all want to know why. And I can tell you, your brain hates, so first of all, your brain hates open loops. So for you to sit around and think when I lose the weight, then I'll start doing these amazing things that you want to be doing in your life. Your brain has shut off that loop. That loop is closed. So, our brain hates open loops. Essentially, what that would sound like in your life is let's say you overeat one night and then you're like, why am I such a loser? Why do I always do this? Why can't I control myself around food? Now, because you are asking, first of all, ridiculous questions, like, I can't even, I feel like we're all way too intelligent for me to have to spell this out but I will anyway just for the people in the back who have not heard this concept before of course ask a better quality question you're going to get a better quality answer if instead of asking what's wrong with me where your brain is going to close that loop by saying you're just a fat fucking loser who can't control themselves around food why don't you ask how can I have these foods in the house without feeling like I need to binge on them all night long now your brain's going to search for a different question. It's not that there's something wrong with you or there's something wrong with your brain. You're just asking it stupid questions and it's always going to close the loop because it hates open loops. It can't stand open loops. Nothing feels worse than not knowing something's going, like when something is going on but you don't know the outcome yet, we feel immense stress. Is that partner going to leave me or are they not? Am I going to be able to full pregnant or am I not? All of those types of things cause us immense stress. So our brain will start giving you answers just so it can close the loop, even if they're shitty answers. Of course your partner's going to lose you. You're fat and overweight and you're a loser. Yes, they're definitely going to lose They're definitely going to leave you. Or will I ever fall pregnant? Well, probably never because you you haven't still lost that 15 kilos or you haven't still lost that 45 kilos and so no, you're not going to lose weight. Our brain will close an open loop with any answer it can find. So you better make sure you're giving it a good answer. Now, here's how Eating Code 5 works. Act like the person you want to become. If you are wanting to rewire your brain for weight loss, there are some very specific steps you're going to have to follow. As I just outlined previously, your first step is to get really, really clear on who you will be as this new version of you. And I'm going to put it in a way that you may not have heard it before, mainly because people probably don't like this, but I'm just going to put it out there anyway because it's the truth. You will need to become someone completely different. Now, you may be sitting back thinking, Kylie, I don't want to be someone different. I'm cool with who I am. I don't want to be someone different. I just want to be skinnier. Well, that's good and fine, but who you are now is not going to be who you will be when you are skinnier? That's just not a thing. 100% not a thing. Nobody loses 70 kilos and is the same person. You are not the same person. And don't even fool yourself and think, but I've always been this person. No, you're not. You have not always been this person. When I was 17, I was making lame ass decisions and running around with people I should not have been running around with. I would not behave that way now. I am not the same person. I have decided to make different choices in certain areas of my life. I don't want to be the same person that I was when I was 5, 12, 17, 21. I was an idiot back then and I want to progress in my life. So when I say to you, you simply cannot be the same person you are now and lose weight and have that particular line of success that you want in your life, you simply cannot. It won't work. If you refuse to change, then your body will as well. So first step is to sit down, like I say, with a piece of pen or paper and again, kyliepacks.com forward slash free course, you can get these questions as a free download. You sit down with a piece of pen and paper and you decide – who do I want to be? Because it's a choice. It's a choice. Don't be scared of who you're going to become when you lose weight. What if she doesn't like her life then? What if things are worse? What if the partner leaves? What if she can never get a partner anyway? Like all of these stupid things that we think about. You can decide. You're not there yet. It's only going to materialize based on the decisions that you come up with now. So there's nothing to be fearful of. There's nothing to be afraid of. If you don't want to deprive, restrict your way to weight loss stardom, then you don't have to. Again, take my free course. I lost 20 kilos without depriving, restricting, taking certain foods away. I love my chocolate. I'm now, ne- I don't foresee a day in the future where I will ever be not eating chocolate. Sometimes I have it with my breakfast so and I still lost weight the whole way down the scale eating chocolate. I refuse to give up the foods that I love. So if that's something that you want and this morning I had Biscoff, like side note, I melted Biscoff all over my cereal this morning and the yogurt and fruit and things that I had was fucking amazing. And I'm not scared that I'm going to put on weight tomorrow. Like I know the codes now. I know the five eating codes. I know exactly what to do and how to do it to make sure that I continue to lose weight slash maintain my weight. So if you are thinking that you can somehow get skinny without defining who you want to be when you get there, you will always return to who you believe that you are at your core. This is a main principle that I teach. You will always return to who you believe you are at your core. If you have ever lost weight before and then regained it, please, You only have to look back and know that your mindset didn't change. That is why you regained the weight. You still stayed the same person. All you did was cut out certain foods for a while, but you didn't change the way you think on the inside. All of that shit stayed the same. So of course you gain the weight back. That's why diets don't work because they don't address, and when I say don't work, of course, please, for everybody who's thinking, but I lost weight on a diet. Yes, yes, yes. You can lose weight on a diet, but if something doesn't continue to work ongoing, then in my definition, that's not a solve. That's not a solution. If I buy a car and it starts one time and then it never starts again... I don't buy that that was a successful purchase. Like that was not a cool thing. So decide who it is that you want to be as this version of you. What does she look like? What does she weigh? That's fine. You can figure that out as well. How many friends does she have in her life and what kind of, what quality of friends does she have in her life? Is she still eating out every night or has she started to make some food at home? Think about all of this stuff. Write it down and get really, really clear and then start to emulate those choices now, now, what I want to say about this is it won't be comfortable. Don't expect it to be. You might look at what you've written down on your notepad and think, oh, that's exciting. Like I feel motivated. I'm excited to start doing this. But motivation is, was, and always will be designed to get you started in a certain direction. It was never designed to keep you going. So it's just purely rewiring of your brain that is going to keep you going. And you know how you rewire your brain? You keep doing the damn thing even when you don't feel like it. We've all heard the saying, that neurons that wire no, neurons that fire together, wire together. The more you sit back and make an excuse, the more those neurons will just fuse together more and more and you will find it harder and harder to move in the direction you want to go. A classic example for me and the one that I'm working on at the moment, because I'm always going to be fully transparent with you, is that nighttime eating for me was always my kryptonite and now more so I've certainly got it to a point where I don't even feel compelled to overeat at night. But what I always want to do is eat more chocolate than I know is beneficial for me every single night. And a lot of nights I still cave in. It's not a binge, it's nothing like that. But if I say I'm going to have whatever, maybe run one row of chocolate, I might end up having two, I don't know, maybe three. <laughs> but all that I'm doing is reinforcing the exact habit that I'm trying to To break. So you think to yourself, let's just put yourself in my shoes. Let's say that nighttime eating after dinner, because for most of us that's the thing, nighttime eating is your witching hour. That's when you struggle the most with working out, what it is you want to eat, how much you want to eat, why do I keep on eating? All of those types of things. You use food as a method of relaxation reward. So if that's you and you're thinking, why do I find this habit so hard to break? It's only because you've been doing it for an extended period of time. And now every time you feel pleasure in your life, what happens is your brain, your habit brain really, pops up and takes like a neurological screenshot of your surroundings, what's going on, what you're eating, what you're doing, who you're with. And then it stores that in your files so that the next time you sit down to Netflix or you're with friends or whatever, you're in that very same scenario and or something that's similar to that. It will throw up. The neurological screenshot that it took the last time you did that and you will feel compelled to go and eat the food again, do the thing again. That's how it works. So if you want to rewire your brain for weight loss, you are going to need to start creating some new neurological screenshots for your brain to store because right now it doesn't have any. It can only give you the old ones that it's always used. You want to start giving it some new ones whereby you actually do say no to the excess chocolate, cake, cookies, pizza, ice cream, or whatever it is, just for that night. That's what you need to do to be able to prove to your habit brain that you are who you say you are. I mean, just look at your list. For, like I say, honey, please, eating code number five, act like the person you want to become. We are rewiring your brain for weight loss. Look at the list that you made of the person that you want to be and that you intend to be and that you are moving towards as your thinner, most vibrant, healthier self. Does she, please, does she fucking sit back at night and overeat on the chocolate, the ice cream, the chips? Is that what she's doing? Because if that's what she's doing, by all means, I give you full permission. Go ahead and you do it. But if she's not doing that, then what the hell do you think you are doing? Still acting in a way in opposition to what you're trying to achieve. Now I'm going to share with you a little bit of brain science which is not something I would normally delve into because it might I don't know it might be a bit deep for a podcast. It's normally something I would share within my courses and membership site, but I want to give this to you because I think it's really very helpful for you to understand. Sometimes when we think why 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 do I keep making the same crap decisions around food? Every time I tell myself I'm not going to overeat, I do. Every time I tell myself I'm going to make a good choice, I don't. Why do I act in accordance with the thing that I don't want in my life. Here's what I want you to know about this. Your brain is right now a reflection of your current environment. And this is where it gets a little brain twister. Your current environment is right now a reflection of your brain. As in, if you are not creating new habits, standards and ways of relating to food, then everything in, in your internal and external world will stay the same. Nothing's going to change. Please, how can anything change? Every experience that you've ever had with food is imprinted in your neurons or your nerve cells. And unless you change something in either your experience or your environment, ain't nothing going to change. Nothing going to change because you will continue to make the same choices and decisions over and over and over. Here's something that I learned years ago, and I think this is quite earth shattering because so many of us think, how long is it going to take for me to lose this weight? Like, I just want to know if I could know how long it's going to take, then I could sort of get my mind in the game and we could be there for that long and I can work with it and I can do it. How long is it going to take for me to get this weight off my body? This is what I want to say to you. We think or we wish that we could have a crystal ball and I'm about to give you one. A crystal ball is not a woo-woo thing. It's not a witchy thing. It's, it's none of those things at all. A crystal ball is a mathematical equation. And this is something that we've never been taught. A crystal ball is a mathematical equation. You can tell exactly how long it's going to take for you to lose weight. Let me give it to you like this. If you want to know where you'll be in your life with your progress, with your weight loss, with your emotional eating 30 days from now, let's just say 30 days, Take a look at the last 90 days of choices and decisions that you've made. And unless you fucking do something different, that is your future. Now, I'm just going to leave that there and let you sit with it because the bottom line will always remain the same. If your thoughts stay the same as they are right now, so will your life. So can you rewire your brain for weight loss? Yeah. Of course, you can. You've rewired it to start doing and stop doing a million other activities in your life. The brain is plastic, it's not concrete. We are constantly rewiring it. (laughs) We are constantly rewiring it on the daily. So now this is your opportunity to rewire it consciously and with effect. I will put some of the questions. In fact, I'll probably come up with some even better questions. I'm going to put them in the show notes. Questions that you can use to sit down. And like I say, you can do this while you're in the car. Have somebody read the questions to you and you can just think about it. You can, most effective way is always to write things down always because it sinks into your brain, your neurons quicker when we handwrite something. But if you don't have the time or the energy to do that, just put some notes on your phone, but get really, really, really clear. Can't stress it enough. Really clear about exactly who you will be when you lose the weight that you want to lose, who you'll be, how you'll be living, who you'll be hanging out with, who you won't be hanging out with. All of those things, and most especially get very clear around the choices you'll be making around food. And as uncomfortable as it may be, and you know I say this all the time, you're only going to be feeling discomfort because you're feeling friction. You're feeling the friction of the things that you want to do versus the things that you're used to doing. But you, if you can ride through the discomfort of the next few months as you start making choices that you're not used to making – You will wake up one morning and you'll think, I literally don't even really know how I got here, but I am who I always wanted to be. So with that, my loves, I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love as always. Please do remember, the only person can change your life is you. When you step up and start taking action despite the fact that it seems scary, despite the fact that it's unfamiliar, and despite the fact that fucking nobody else around you is doing it, That is when you've got what it takes. I'm sending you tremendous amounts of love. I will see you all again next week. Until then, gorgeous ones, bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in. Remember to shimmy your butt over to kyliepacks.com forward slash free course and sign up for my free weight loss training so you can start losing your weight now. You'll also find helpful notes and resources in my past podcast that will help you lose your weight without the BS diet drama. I'll see you next week.